0: Plotbubble.com Hello
1: and welcome to the Shiznope Season 15, Episode 13 of Red versus Blue. I'm your host, Nick Knightley. This week on Red versus Blue, Carolina and Tex play a friendly game of Murder Flag with the blues and reds. Your eulogies this week are... Rain Zero. Rest in peace, pinky guy. You shall be
0: avenged.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I didn't even think of that.
3: Sam.
0: Here lies Biff. He sure was orange.
3: Sometimes I can still hear his voice. Neryal. He leaves
2: behind his girlfriend, Fritzy, her unborn child, and fifty-seven flashlights. <laughs> oh <my> Wait.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Neryal. Tyler.
5: With Biff gone, there's a hole in our hearts, much like him.
2: oh <laughs>
1: I feel this empty feeling in the pit of my stomach.
4: He died as he lived. Not really doing much and getting his ass kicked by higher-ups in the military.
1: Yeah. Sounds about right. And Daft Prodigy.
3: Rest in peace, Biff. I never even got to learn if that was your first name or your last name.
0: (laughs) It's true.
4: The real tragedy of the story.
1: (laughs) We now bring you to our regularly scheduled podcast, already in progress.
3: Thoughts on the episode. It was
1: really dark and I had to hold my breath.
0: It was very bright and not at all requiring holding breath. It was a very well-atmosphered planet. I did find myself holding my breath quite a bit.
5: You should hold your center to keep
0: pressure. So...
3: I think that this is an interesting note to start the discussion on because even though it's an inside joke, it does refer to, I think some functions of the armor, um, Yeah, which is specifically the fact that Biff did not have armor lock to keep him from dying. Like, sarge did when sarge got shot in the head
5: yeah, i mean to be fair or... he didn't get shot he got a whole straight yeah. he got the center impaled
0: yeah i don't think
5: well, armor yeah. law could have done anything to
2: be fair that happened but he to got... donut in season like seven yeah and sarge got shot in the head
0: donut got shot and he was fine yeah
2: he, he became a real donut a human donut
3: yeah so i think what might have happened is that Project Freelancer didn't implement Armor Lock until after Biff died? That could
2: be why Which, they implemented it, because yeah, up until that point, yeah. it was a stalemate. But in order for it to be a stalemate, they have to fucking live.
3: Yeah, and like we see it used not just in Blood Gulch, but also with the Zealots in uh, yep. um, Battle Creek and things like that. And so I think that after Biff got killed, they were like, oh, Well, this could potentially be a problem.
1: Maybe after they noted Tex's aggression, they went, okay, so we don't actually have a way to fix the aggression, but we do have a fix for killing everybody.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that will just make them all try harder not to die.
4: Yeah. Didn't this occur after the trio fight against Tex? Wasn't there a form of armor lock in the way of that paint?
3: Yeah, the lockdown paint but that's not the same. that was more I think just restricting the movement of the armor rather mm-hmm. than activating an armor lock
4: yeah so I was just curious because situation. they did state that it locked up your armor Uh, in in that episode
3: maybe it was something that they were working on but hadn't quite been able to implement yet and when Biff died they sort of fast-tracked that I just thought it was interesting because if Biff had had armor lock maybe he would have lived and I find it interesting that that is what Temple is using now to kill the freelancers I
4: I would I would actually say this I, I like that I'd love if that if that worked but also I think it wasn't really the act of being impaled that killed him it's the act of Pulling yeah. Uh, yeah. something out. Yeah. Of, like, I don't think armor lock could shut down pull the...
5: Pulling out a flag? Yeah,
4: like, yeah. you can't armor lock a yeah. inch yeah. And yeah. half, <laughs> half <laughs> diameter hole.
5: Yeah, hole yeah. I think yeah Armor lock yeah. usually, in my mind, works by p- applying pressure to keep from losing blood. There was a giant hole in the center of him where there was yeah. no armor. No yeah. amount of armor yeah. lock yeah. would have saved that.
0: In regards to the armor lock thing, Biff got... Speared, and there was no armor over the hole. Armor lock probably wouldn't have helped a spear wound through the the heart.
3: But is Temple thinking that through?
0: No, probably not. it's temple we've very clearly established over the course of this podcast that temple is not a smart person he is an insane angry man
3: it wasn't so much that i was thinking biff would have survived if he had armor lock but maybe Temple's wondering if biff would have survived or survived long enough for doc to get to him or something like that
5: he's also probably thinking biff would have lived a lot longer if caroline hadn't ripped the flag out of the center of him tex oh
0: oh that's fun fact Temple got spattered with blood on the same side yep. of the helmet. And yep, hit, and he yeah. he they played, played the
3: music. They played a bum but
0: There's your start of Da-dum, darkness.
2: That said, I'm kind of sad that 4 7 er lost the bet.
3: Like, a little bit. I was cheering for uh, Carolina. So, 4 7 er saying, I've always been a sucker for blue team. Is she just coming on to Carolina
2: there? Like,
1: I mean, yeah.
3: maybe, maybe she wants to...
2: I'm not uh, saying it's gay,
4: but it's gay. It's gay. <laughs>
3: yeah. I have a this. question to bring up, though. Yes. Um, so, Temple's telling the story... Did he get the stuff that was happening on the Mother of Invention from his own imagination? Is Did he find it in the records he looked up? Has, ha, was the director recording his conversations with Carolina? Like...
0: He said he's, they salvaged freelancer facilities, so they probably found yeah. records.
5: Also, 479 is the like, type of person who gets drunk at a bar and just starts shouting stories to whoever gets nearby. So Actually, he found out what
3: happened on the Pelican because part of the mission and they were recording I mean, all
5: of black it from- box so so black here's box. the thing
3: at the very beginning of
2: the goddamn season he was like oh they're collecting everybody sim troopers freelancers pilots like they very specifically called out the pilots and I'm just like they sure are flying in a pelican at the beginning of this like
3: uh, who do they I have hope-
2: exactly I hope for is okay okay like, I'm not worried about her being dead yet, because she's still flying the goddamn pelican, but, like, I'm a little bit concerned. I want her to Cause, be okay. Because, like, everybody who comes off of the pelican, and the pelican is still, like, obviously being piloted by someone, and I'm like, oh. And that said, who knows, Four Seven Nine could be angry at the freelancers, <laughs> too. Like, she seems like the vengeful sort.
4: If
3: you're the Reds and Blues, and we're the Reds and Blues, then who's flying the plane? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's me. It's just, I feel like with the records, if Temple has been looking at the records, then... Is he just intentionally not getting the impression that the freelancers were almost as yanked around and in the dark as the sim soldiers were as to the true purpose of their work? No,
0: he's fucking crazy.
5: He probably uh, also doesn't really care. I mean, whether or not they were yanked around, there really was no reason to go to the level that he saw, which was...
0: Callous murder?
5: Yeah, not giving a yeah. shit that day impales them on the wall. No instant regret, no remorse, just, I need that flag. Uh, yeah. The freelancers got fucked over, but it didn't get fucked over to the point where just killing simtropers left and right would be acceptable.
0: What is the purpose of running these game-type simulations?
5: It's becoming very clear throughout the entirety of Project Freelancer that the director was more or less mapping out the neural pathways of the brain to make a better AI of his wife. So I'm thinking that these were more or less just simulations to put the Tex AI into to see how she reacts to certain things to see if she stands up to his memory of Allison since Tex is a memory from his own AI and is obviously diluted.
3: So as much as I like the thought of the director doing as much as he possibly can to torture himself over how Tex isn't like Allison, I think that the purpose of this simulation in particular was probably more about testing the stability of the gulches than about testing the freelancers. Because there are plenty of other ways that they have tested Texas and Carolina and york and wyoming and all the others but one thing that they did need to test before they put alpha in a gulch is how the gulchers responded to the presence of freelancers and maybe also how techs responded to the presence of sim soldiers and the the answer to that one is sometimes the sim soldiers end up dead um but i think the answer to how do sim troopers react to the presence of freelancers is none of them really acted that much different like it was really just Tex and Carolina who were into the whole capture the flag thing uh the the reds and blues were like you know they all came together while uh Carolina and Tex are fighting on top of blue base, and they were just they were chilling they were picking music they were not fighting each other it's weird because
2: Tex once she arrives in blood gulch in like season one does the exact same behavior But, like, there's no reason. She's not fighting anyone. She just starts engaging in this behavior for literally no reason. And I wonder if it was some kind of way to see if they can get her to loop in some kind of behavior that's, like, ingrained because she's done it so many times or something like that.
5: Maybe that's how Allison died.
2: No, what I think is, as much as Blood Gulch was supposed to be, like, a trap for the Alpha, so he just stays there forever safe? I'm starting to suspect it was meant to be the same for Tex, too. Oh, she was supposed to stay there. Yeah, like, she goes there to save the Alpha because somebody lets it slip or some shit, and then she starts behaving in the same way.
3: Yeah, you know, that reminds me of the whole thing that went on inside the Epsilon unit, where Epsilon was trying to find a way to get Tex to stay. Mm. Yeah. And... He was like, maybe if I uh, bring back Blood Gulch, she'll stay. Yeah. And so I think that that's an excellent point in that maybe not only were they looking to f- see how the Sim soldiers reacted and if they reacted in a way that would keep Alpha safe, but also is this a place that Tex would stay in? And the answer to that one was no.
5: I don't think the Gulches were originally designed to keep the AI, mostly because I don't think the director ever planned on any scenario with the Mother of Invention would crash into the side of a planet and his AI having to go into what is essentially uh, his own version of a mental ward to be watched because it ruined itself.
3: I think that the director was very focused on being prepared for a lot of different situations. Um, He was even prepared for the case in which something weird and wild happened to a bunch of his AI, and it went out killing people, and somebody from Oversight stepped in. You know, he's like, we were more than prepared for this eventuality. I think that he probably acknowledged that it was unlikely
4: the director's a scientist with one thing on his mind and was given near limitless funding. What else does a scientist do with near limitless funding? <laughs> <call> Conduct <laughs>
0: experiment after experiment. <laughs>
4: Fucking collect data.
5: <laughs> yep.
3: No, see, now I'm trying to imagine what the grant application for sim soldier bases looks would look like. <laughs>
0: He's fucking bored. He said it's his favorite game. This is his pastime. It's just fucking with morons.
3: (laughs) They finally canceled the Young and the Restless, and now I have nothing to do with my afternoons. Now
2: who's going to be Young and Restless?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the reason that he tells the UNSC when they ask him why he's doing this is, I need to see how my agents function with less trained soldiers so that when they interact with enlisted men, that's fine for them. But the real reason is, he was always picked last for sports and school. <laughs> and for once, he wants to be the one in charge. <laughs> yep.
2: Begin lightning round. What
1: else has Proto Blue Team tried to win Capture the Flag? So, they actually attempted
4: thermonuclear war. But they ran into an issue when they sent Doc to the parking lot to get the
1: plutonium from the
4: Libyans.
5: <laughs> uh, you win by not caring. They didn't try. You can't lose if you don't care.
1: The only winning move is not to play.
5: Yeah. If you don't care about losing, you've already won. Take the fucking flag. I don't give a shit. Too cool for that flag.
2: <laughs> then you have two flags in the middle of the box canyon. Whoopty fucking do. <laughs>
5: You're sweaty running around for flags and I'm sitting here drinking mimosa.
2: I think that the Proto Blue Team uh, captured bits. Oh, 57 no! <laughs> flashlights.
3: No! No! He held the Where did he get the
2: flashlights?
1: Amazon, obviously.
2: <laughs> the air choppers in!
3: <laughs> you know Tucker uh, has his rock, Bim has his flashlight! I think that proto-blue team tried to convince proto-red team that red and blue are the same, then used that to argue that their base was the safest place to put both flags. Cronut countered this by bringing out his books on color theory and so many paint cards. Proto-blue team left without the flag, and with some mild embarrassment about how their orange visors clashed with their blue armor. Wow. Wow. <laughs> man i'm bringing red armo back he laughs at my jokes (laughs) i'm
2: sorry
0: they challenge each other to an increasingly bizarre series of competitions ranging from hopscotch to coin counting to who has the best stamp collection and just more and more bizarre and obscure things to decide who gets the flags
3: so uh cronut wins hopscotch and gene wins coin counting And yeah, I'm just seeing the red team winning all of these competitions so that the blue team leaves feeling somewhat inadequate about their own capabilities.
0: That's why it gets increasingly more bizarre.
1: Then they feel exceptionally inadequate when they discover Biff's flashlight collection.
0: (laughs) If you had to choreograph any RVB fight scene, what music would you use? You are not allowed to use actual RVB music.
3: So when the Reds and Blues finally turn on the Blues and Reds, I want Donut to start kicking the crap out of Cronut, who just wanted to slap fight. And I will set it to Don't Stop Me Now by Queen.
2: Because
3: I'm having a good
0: Good time. time. Having having a good good time.
3: time. It's it's a good tempo. It's good for punching.
4: It is. Set them all entirely to various Thomas the Dank Engine remixes.
5: Oh, God. <laughs> <No>! Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs> How
4: does everybody know
0: this music me? <laughs> 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 don't
5: worry. I don't know either, Jeff. I'm just choosing to <laughs> move past it.
4: Well, that's just the regular Thomas the Tank Engine thing. You now have to remix it with various rap songs. Mostly by Snoop Dogg. And bass boost the fuck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> It's
2: okay, because I think it should be the Doctor Who theme. You know. Do-do-do-do-do. Do-do-do-do-do. do
5: do Uh, this isn't really funny. I just always want to see a fight scene to Kesha's blow, because it. she was like, whenever I listen to it, it feels like fighting music. Yeah. yeah. That'd be
4: cool.
1: Yeah. That would be good. Yeah, yeah that, no, that would be great. Alright, time to dust off the old AMV skills.
3: Raid, cut that music video! Do it!
1: I, I would like to see one cut to, uh, Baba Yatu because I would love to see any attempt <laughs> to put any sort of violence oh, no! in front of that song.
3: That's the song from, uh, like, the opening to Civ Four. Uh, it's like the very sweeping, like, choral and orchestral work.
1: For anybody who has not played Civ Four uh, and doesn't know it, it is a song of the Lord's Prayer in Swahili.
2: Um, so I actually have a serious answer, and there's this guy, his name is Keiichi Okabe. He is Japanese, and he did the music for some Tekken games. Uh, Most recently, he did Final Fantasy XV's TLC for Gladiolus, I believe, and he has made both soundtracks for Nier, uh, and Nier Automata. Uh, he also collabs with a person named Emmy Evans, and she makes this fucking crazy shit where she has this chaos language where she takes a language yeah. and then she's like, what would it sound like in a thousand years? Let's make a song out of that. What? Oh. And every single song in the Near and Near Automata soundtrack is translatable. So, um, my favorite song is actually Song of the Ancients, and there's a version in Nier Automata that has like these heavy drums, and it's like fucking awesome, and you're fighting giant robots, and it's fucking uh, platinum games, and it's amazing. And I really love that soundtrack, and I'd love to see RVB to that somehow.
0: Uh, One of my answers I realized is just dumb. It was Dinosaur Laser Fight by Ninja Sex Party for the big war against the Zealots. But it's just the Brights and Blues and the Blues and Reds. And they're all lined up in color. And just you just hear. And then a crazy guitar riff. And then. Go, go, Power Rangers! And then they start fighting because they're all colored characters in armor.
1: Oh my god. And then
0: they get in mechs because Freckles appears.
1: Sam, does anybody ever tell you you watch too much Power Rangers?
0: Rain, I will never stop watching Power Rangers.
5: What other stories has Jax offer critiques on?
0: He actually has a
4: uh, story critique blog. Uh, so he's offered story critiques for Ruby, Camp Camp, uh, various other RT productions. Oddly enough, nothing for The Strangerhood because it is a cinematic <laughs> masterpiece.
3: I think that uh, Jax had this to say, you know, I like the first Matrix movie, but the other five movies really helped to add a context that is missing from the narrative of the first movie alone. Oh my God. (gasps) Uh, God. You. At some point, the other two movies, they made remakes of just the sequels.
1: Yep. They were remakes of the sequels, but they were also like sequels in their own rights. It was sort of of like a a Star Trek reboot style thing. (laughs)
0: Jax's entire perspective on films are just skewed out of proportion because the very first film he saw and the film he references to when comparing anything to anything is the cinematic masterpiece Plan 9 from Outer Space, which has won the world's worst movie award. (laughs) It's even worse than The Room.
5: Well, you see, Jax was listening to the stories of the reds and blues of Blood Gulch in the story of Carolina and the freelancers and watching his time in prison, and he kept giving critiques, not understanding that these aren't stories like the kinds he's <laughs> used to. These things that happened. He was a ghost. Wait. He was an AI the entire time. <laughs> Weak plot a, twist. Was, come
3: on, Shyamalan did that 200 years ago. What other sound effects should Jax prepare for what's to come?
1: Well, um, I don't exactly know... But like we need some foley work that goes for um, uh, the coup of the century um, some, some sort of swampy sounds for the murkiest scam and then just chattering teeth for the teeth and ambitions <laughs> bared you know, you know, be prepared be prepared <laughs> <laughs> be prepared
3: Bumperton. go ahead
4: so first I put slide whistle but then I thought, no, that's not tr- that's not like dramatic enough for this. So then I put bass boosted slide whistle.
5: <laughs> Tyler. I want Jax to record a to you at his own discretion.
1: <laughs> We're a
5: you killed my best friend. Wah-wah. Jax wah-wah.
3: It was Ugh.
0: <laughs> uh, Sam! Jack's going yeah. to continue to perfect his Wilhelm scream. But he'll never <laughs> get it right. So it just sounds more and more incorrect. To the point where it's just him just wailing, crying. <laughs> like, what him. are you doing? It's my Wilhelm like- scream. You're fucking <laughs> crying, you dumbass. It's artistic interpretation. <laughs>
3: Jax, what are you doing? We don't need salad. Oh, don't mind me. I'm just over here chopping some cabbages for when the stabbing is. Need-
0: Lightning round complete.
1: How much of Project Freelancer have Wash and Carolina simply forgotten?
0: Approximately one metric fuckton.
3: <laughs> <sighs>
0: well, oh, well I mean, think about it. There's so much shit. And yes, Ray, I'm going to say it. There's so much shit that they did. Just on a general basis of murder and espionage. And I cannot blame them one bit for forgetting Sim Soldier simulations. So, sim, some, to sim quote... Soldier simulation number 56. Yes. Mm. To quote the great M. Bison. The day Carolina and Agent Texas graced your canyon, it may have been the most important day of your life. But to them, It was a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday.
3: <laughs> oh, great. it's such a good it's so fitting though like like yeah. To to Temple, this was the day his life was ruined because his best friend was killed. But to te- but to Tex and to Carolina, this was just another simulation. This was another drop in the hat. Especially, this was just was another Tuesday. thing Tex beat her at. Yeah. Like it, 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 it's I there's there is there's gotta be like the, all of the shenanigans that happened in all of the gulches must have just gotten smudged into one big. Why does Tex keep beating me <laughs> at everything? Blur. Yep and it it doesn't seem like carolina got assigned to gulch to a gulch for scenario shenanigans because like after the meta everyone thought she was dead like it, it, for her the gulches were just this they didn't have any bigger meaning and yeah, yeah.
1: so yeah um when it, when i was uh oh. when i was with uh red armor uh and the other british islands sorry uh, uh and and uh the thing that we were talking about Uh, When I was with them, uh, the thing that we were talking about uh, was that, like, this, this scene is so good for, like, establishing the fact that, like, that, like, we were presented with, like, a continuous narrative of what Project Freelancer was, right? Uh But it's, but that's, like, entirely based on what was eventful to them. Like, and, like... The, the, probably the slew of destruction across the galaxy in their wake is probably way, way worse than what they, like, what seems remarkable in their records.
3: Yeah, like, oh man, that heist was really good. And everybody else is like, man, you know, that thing that just about destroyed our skyline was, uh, that was pretty freaking awful, um... And, and, a, what about, you know, and what let, about the
1: time that they went into a police lockdown uh, a couple of weeks before that to uh, steal security uh, disabling devices uh, so that they would uh, be able to do their heist? What about that? Yeah. Oh, right. That's not in the records because they didn't yeah. think that was noteworthy.
0: Yeah. But the fact that yeah. they didn't even record where three of their agents went. The, yeah. uh, the triplets just <laughs> vanished too. from the mother of invention and nobody batted an eye.
3: Yep, yep. Yeah, because that was how things just happened. People
0: just I mean, didn't come back.
3: Yeah, and, and to be fair to Wash. People like,
0: don't come he, back, he, Leonard.
3: He had, Wash had a lot of stuff going on with his own memories. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Wash doesn't remember much of what happened in Project Freelancer yeah. at all. Besides that it was painful and awful and, uh, <laughs> the, you know. Also, like
4: it, uh, stress, like continuous stress kind of messes with your memory um oh yeah like does. i don't really recall the school year
1: <laughs>
4: like the most recent school year a lot of it's yeah. just kind of okay. eh.
5: i would also make a solid argument that how much did they forget how much did they repress yeah Fair. like yeah. Washington like, alone had a memory AI shoved into his head and had to deal with that. So I was like, you know what? We're just not gonna think about that today. It goes yeah, in the memory vault. Yeah.
3: We're we're not gonna think about the things that we did at the Sim Soldier bases today. We're just not gonna think about that. And Carolina's like, yep. We're do, just gonna just gonna file that pain away into the the things that come out when I can't sleep at night. Do you and mean we won't to tell about me? Besides then
4: Do you mean to tell me that the freelancers don't have the healthiest of coping mechanisms?
3: <laughs> they
5: well, have, they, coping have, wait, wait, no, they have coping mechanisms. Wait, wait. They have coping
0: mechanisms. No, but they do have dental. Ones. <laughs> I would, I
5: would, I would absolutely believe that the first six months Washington spent with the resin and Blues was just in a giant dissociative state. He had no idea what was going on as he just be in the process. Yeah, well, uh,
3: yeah. Only I the mean, first like six months. Like that,
5: that was that. Was cool.
3: i mean, parking. Like, like, remember that? Remember that part where like. Caboose basically just started calling him Church, and like, he was just okay with it. Wash, and we was just okay with it. Like, the, Wash was not in a good place.
5: <laughs> yeah, I'm Church. That's fine.
3: But, but getting getting back more to the question of of memory, is the key. Yeah, like this has been the season of callbacks. Uh, you know, every once I feel like every couple of years we have one of these seasons that is callback, 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 and I think.
4: Oh, Another important
3: question ahead. for us is, and it's something that we went over a little bit earlier, but how much of this is Temple misremembering? Like, this is something that happened ten years ago, it's something that may have been partially his fault and it's a thing that he's been using to stoke this murderous rage against not just a paramilitary organization and every single one of its employees but also the military itself yeah this guy is a man on a mission and it's a mission that he has uh you know pulled off of one traumatic event i know and really blown out of proportion
5: i don't yeah. want to seem like i'm defending temple because i'm not but it's fine do, do I, temple probably uh did probably go off a little bit off the deep end and probably does blame the military but he probably didn't get a murder vengeance until he saw the news clipping praising Carolina for working with sim soldiers uh, that probably was a like, salt in the after, wounds
3: after everything you did to my, to my gulch you're working with the people from this gulch and they didn't kill a single one of them
5: yeah like how dare you there's clearly
4: an orange one there
5: <laughs> yeah. How dare you not kill that orange one? Yeah, like it was more. It was probably more of a, I can't trust the military. Obviously, they don't give a shit about us. you? Oh my do, gosh. Do, time, do you think they'll time. hunt down?
1: Do you think they'll hunt down Griff to kill him so that to make it even?
5: Oh. That'd
1: oh,
3: be terrible. Oh. No. Oh. Oh. But the thing is, Griff is also just really unkillable. What if? They, what if? What if? Uh. a so Griff family trait.
0: They try to kill Griff, <laughs> but an insulated layer of marshmallows and fat protects him. stab him
4: oh no my jelly filling
5: (laughs) mr stay puff (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: um but i i think i think that it, it might not just so like it could just be that temple uh is misremembering now because you know he tried to convince himself that he played no part and the Freelancers were totally at fault so that he could pursue this vendetta against them or something like that. But we also know that Project Freelancer did a lot of experiments with people's brains. Uh, And if Temple was supposed to be this XP for church, is it possible that they messed with his brain a little bit? You know, made it maybe made it hard for him to remember his past or remember his friends or even you know tried we, we we speculated that he might have been part of some sort of jimmy situation um you know a few episodes back what if this whole thing with Biff never happened but I think that like you know maybe temple it, maybe temple was... One of the people that epsilon got implanted into, or something like that. Maybe, maybe they were trying to mess with Temple's memories to figure out how the director's memories worked to see if they could make him remember Allison better. Or it, it, it's, it's, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm wondering, maybe Biff never existed. Maybe Temple made him up. Well, it, it, in that Temple remembered him, but. And had a lot of feelings uh, the, about his death, but he was never actually a person. The thing,
1: the thing that, um, the thing that, uh, that uh, I thought was that, was that maybe, maybe like the story, uh, has been greatly warped. Like maybe, mm. maybe this happened. Like, you know, there like, was. Like, like Jimmy got diff. beat
3: to death with his, with his own skull.
1: Yeah. Um. So what that I was thinking physically possible. I, I I actually think that I actually think that like Temple might have willfully warped this story. And he had to get Wash and Carolina out of the way so that uh, so that if Carolina happened to remember it, there's not somebody who can counter what he's saying right now. Like, mm. um, I I felt like I felt like there was there was so much about the story that seemed, and 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 Jax pointed it out. Like you know, it it seems too cliche. Like yeah, like parts of it were made up. Like, up. Uh, the thing that I thought was going to happen is I thought something would happen that causes him to be responsible for Biff's death. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, I think that the story might be true up until the gunshot point. I think like Carolina, was it Carolina shooting at Tex or was it uh, the, like uh, when they were in the base just before uh, Biff got stabbed. I think that the story might be true up until that point. I don't think, I don't think that I don't think that Carolina shot I think that what might have happened is that one of them pro- probably Temple shot at one of one of the freelancers cuz they w- they were trying to figure this out. Uh, and and it ricocheted and hit Biff.
3: Making his death even more cliché.
0: <laughs> and so he's just unwilling to accept <laughs> that he killed Biff. Yeah.
3: Biff with Biff Jr on the way. Trying to get out on a medical discharge, gets shot by a ricocheting bullet.
1: Or even, or even, <laughs> uh, he he did his. Oh, I'll I'll shoot you to uh, get you out of on medical leave. Um, doesn't know enough about anatomy to shoot him in a place that isn't going to like bleed profusely. Well, Shoots him in the like leg. He,
5: <laughs>
4: in the lap. Well,
3: he had a, he had his pinky no, up. No, the belly. So, yeah, pinky up. <laughs> so pinky he up. he misses the he misses the pinky shot. And shoots him because because Biff was holding out his pinky right in front of his face like some freaking idiot. Not even a good shot could get could get the pinky without. Uh, yeah. Just the size of the bullets, the range, like, there something would have hit his face, and it would have been bad. Yeah, like, I, I think that
1: Temple. The point is, I think that temple story is bullshit. I think it's total yeah, bullshit. yeah.
3: I mean, I think so. Regardless of in what way or for what reason Temple's story is wrong, I think that setting the record straight is now on the shoulders of Dylan and Vic. Vic is in their computer. He has access to their video files. Um and Dylan is in charge of Vic, and she has the mental acumen to put the pieces together and go, you know what? Let's, let's go back 10 years and uh, look at that, that uh, Project Freelancer simulation. And oh, look, wouldn't you believe it? What
1: did Dylan turn Temple into Temple
3: shot Biff. We have Dylan, you know, Dylan has to stop listening to story time and go back to the computer where Vic is and has all the videos. The oh, computer where it happened. There. Yeah, she needs Ooh. to get back to the computer where it happened.
4: What do you think Temple's plan is that gives him so much confidence he can take down an entire galactic-wide military?
3: He is going to challenge the leader of the UNSC to a game of chess.
4: Oh yeah, that makes sense. Uh,
1: Yeah, (laughs)
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a board that's
1: his side of the board is just entirely pawns.
3: (laughs) Because sometimes pawns kill kings.
1: (laughs) And and and, uh, and meanwhile, the leader of the UNSC is just like. Not if they're all pawns. (laughs) Takes a rook and wipes out the entire fucking field.
3: (sighs) (laughs) Um, But I think that... um, So we... Just to take a small inventory of the things that we know Temple has. We know Temple has Loco making a bomb of some sort. Whether or not it actually ends up being a bomb is anyone's guess. Uh, We know that... Uh, the Gulch probably has its own version of Vic and that versions of Vic are capable of hacking computer systems I'm kind of suspecting that he's going to somehow get his Gulch's version of Vic onto the UNSC flagship and hack the fleet around Chorus and Maybe take that bomb to UNFC headquarters on Earth.
0: I thought he was gonna blow up the ocean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to he's going to uh,
0: he's so going we're, to we're
1: like we're like the ocean until it swallows the world and then he's gonna yeah, repeat all... that process on every other planet.
0: <laughs> I mean listen, listen. Sarge already uh, tried to kick the planet's ass. Even if that was a fake Sarge. He had a plan to kick the planet's ass. Good. Very clearly, we've seen that the space pirates declared war on space. Yes. That's where they're (laughs) pirates of it. So the only thing left is for the Blues and Reds to declare war on the ocean.
5: Oh, I was um, thinking that his whole attacking USNFC and uh, doing all the big bad stuff was simply to get Carolina out of hiding. And he doesn't intend to defeat the military. He intends to die you intend to die getting, getting her murder-suicide
3: but Carolina's already dying she's locked up in her armor and she's going to starve to death
5: contingency plan <laughs>
3: this, this bomb is for when Wash and Carolina inevitably break out of armor lock no. see like the director I was more than prepared for this eventuality.
1: You, you put people in armor lock and then had a bomb. That's not a, that's not like a, that's not like a multi-layered plan. Shut up.
3: Look, you can critique my plan when you are the one standing up here monologuing and not me. And let me
5: have a turn. Ooh,
1: ooh, ooh. No! I've got one. Um, So <laughs> I, 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 I always, I always wanted to play Macbeth. So I could, I've got, I've got one prepared already.
5: No. I was just more or less thinking of that whole uh, one way or another I'm going to win thing and if he's part of the military even as a soldier and he's gone completely batshit crazy kill every soldier including yourself ah
3: because at the end when it all comes down to who is the last remaining members of Project Freelancer after everyone else is dead it's just the blues and reds
5: if he had just shot Biff like he asked, Biff would be alive. Or
4: he <laughs> shot Biff and Biff is no longer alive.
5: One way or another, dun, dun, the man's dead.
0: Why didn't he just cut the finger off?
5: Because they're idiots! Sam, yep. Sam, their plan <laughs> to never lose captured flag was bury a flag, forget where flag is, profit.
3: Lose map.
4: And <laughs> then make a new flag.
5: I, was, what I hope was Thus clean
4: negating the burying of the flag.
5: <laughs> which You're also right. tells me, wait, did it? which tells me that it doesn't matter what the flag is as long as it's cloth. They could have just held up a red shirt and go, this is ours. We got the red flag. <laughs> for all we know. <laughs> oh. For all we know.
3: But see, they were blue team. None of them owned a red shirt. Yeah. Except Biff. And that's why he died.
0: Nah. Boom. No, oh my gosh, divorced.
3: Biff was literally a red shirt! Oh,
0: Biff was God. literally a
3: red shirt, you guys! We thought it what couldn't get sir? more cliche, and here we are. I mean, he had so- flashback
0: fatality written all over him.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry,
0: death by flashback. But
3: but getting getting back to the question no. at hand, I do think that it's Temple's level of confidence in his own plan is concerning, yeah. given that... The blues and reds seem to be only marginally more competent than the reds and blues. They're very good at exploding things. And so, I mean, the whole bomb thing makes sense. But how are they going to get it anywhere? It's so... Like, if it's part of that big machine that's sitting there, like, that thing's too big to get out of the base. (laughs) What are the... I I don't know. Maybe they're going to... Use the bomb to blow up the facility with all of the dead freelancers and probably the reds and blues inside to just get rid of the evidence. I I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't, like, the thing. It doesn't, Temple's plan doesn't quite make sense to me, I guess. Or what it seems to be. The
5: ravings of a madman compelled and filled with grief. (laughs) Doesn't <laughs> quite swing with your logic having yeah. ways.
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening, and a special thanks go out to Sam, Rain Zero, Nereal, Tyler, Bobberton, and Daft Prodigy. The Shizno is a production of Plotbubble. You can support the Shizno on Patreon at Plotbubble.com. You can find us on Tumblr at Shizno.tumblr.com. That's S H I Z N O.tumblr.com. The Shizno, a collection of 57 fleshlights of varying sizes.
5: <laughs>
0: I think
2: maybe Shannon McCormick is hoarding
3: lesbians' voice by Eddie. What if the director lied and i mean what if what if which time what if what if when the director said